Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. This episode of Michigan Minds is part of a series produced by the University of Michigan Public Engagement and Impact Initiative and the Office of the Vice President for Research in celebration of International Day of Women and Girls in Science. This episode features Aisha Eldish, who talks about her experience as an undergraduate researcher at U of M. I like to research because I really like the process of research in addition to the outcome of it. And that includes when the outcome is like not something I expected or liked. I just like the act of asking questions and being a part of a team that asks questions together. Also, it's a community building thing for me. Um, I've met a lot of professors and faculty and students and made a lot of friends through research here. So yeah, I, I just like being a part of that whole process and um, making good products with, uh, with that process. I'm an economics student, uh, but I do research in poli-sci because I'm interested in political economics. So the uh, research activities I've done so far, they involved a lot of uh, like coding for data collection in uh, poli-sci methods um, area. So it, it's not necessarily like a, a area-specific um, research topic that I've like been focused on uh, until now, but more about the methodology of research in poli-sci um, and using like modeling techniques that we have in econ, applying them to um, questions in poli-sci. There's a um, kind of like a, a small group of professors uh, in the poli-sci department who formed the Political Accountability Lab. Uh, that's been a big part of my research experience here, um, asking questions about institutions um, like U of M or, or government institutions and whatnot and researching those. I think, well, we're all a product of, you know, our experiences growing up and, and uh, those experiences I think shape our, our intellectual questions. For me, um, I've experienced a lot of different uh, uh, governments. I, I was born abroad um, and I also witness and, uh, and experience different like financial situations. So a lot of my questions are about government and about people's financial backgrounds and where government and, and finance intersect. So yeah, that's kind of the inspiration there is um, getting really into an academic discipline that helps me ask questions that I'm personally interested in and then finding faculty members who are also interested in those questions. When I think of impact, it scares me a little because then I am thinking of like, what's my legacy? You know, I think legacy is a difficult topic because if I think about it too much, then it gets in the way of why I'm doing it, why I want to have that impact and whatnot. I would want to contribute research that helps us understand the world better in terms of um, how economics and politics are interdependent and related. And through asking those questions, I hope the impact I have is on policy um, and helping like lawmakers and, and um, people in, uh, who make legislation be better informed about how, you know, welfare states or, or just welfare programs in general affect civilians and um, how that interaction should play out. I'm really proud of interdisciplinary accomplishments. I went into econ thinking that um, I wouldn't be able to dabble too much in social science, but now, uh, I, I have this perspective that interdisciplinary fields, they allow for um, the use of a lot of different tools. And what I mean by that is 
I'm able to code a lot uh, in my research experience and I want to grow in that area. And I'm proud of how much I've learned about different tools that uh, researchers use and whatnot. And I want to continue growing in those areas. But I would say how far I've come in terms of uh, the methods that I know how to use and the programs that I know how to use. And also learning how to learn um, has been uh, just a, a challenge for me to overcome. I don't think thinking back to like when I started university that I had the insight to know what I was capable of learning and what what tools I could have access to and also just the growth of confidence is being okay with asking questions I don't know how to code in this program who can I ask to learn that I'm uh, better or, or more comfortable asking those questions now than I was three years ago I, I've always felt really supported at U of M as being uh, just a, a student in general um, but when it comes to being a student doing research, the amount of resources has really um, helped me, especially the amount of like uh, university level support in addition to like academic uh, department level help. Um, in terms of university level or college level, um, opportunities for funding have been really important for me. There was a, a research assistantship last summer that I got to do because of an LSA internship scholarship. That goes a long way for students who might not know how to uh, fund their research and also there are opportunities at the department level like that to help students go to conferences um, So I feel acknowledged uh, one as a student and two as a student who wants to go into research that There are people thinking about what I might need and why I might need it Okay, this funding is specifically for conferences because students need that they need to go to conferences and have that interaction learn how to communicate about their research on the other hand um, just being able to uh, see that people think beyond funding and think, okay, uh, we need a networking workshop or a coding workshop for these students um, because one, they might just want to meet people and ask questions about what research opportunities are available and two, because students are in the process of learning what other career opportunities might be out there. So maybe research isn't the best thing, but here's an opportunity to find out if it is. So uh, opportunities like that have meant a lot um, and I feel really acknowledged and, and seen uh, when my needs are being met. Like I said, legacy is difficult to think about because if I think about it too much, it gets in the way of you know how I get there. Um, but the end result, uh, end result, I always want to be independent of awards or acknowledgement or things like that that we use as markers for what legacies are. I just want to uh, impact people in my environment well. As an educator, I want students around me to feel seen. But as a researcher, I want to contribute research to my field that really makes a difference. I want to impact policy through research and show that economics and, and political science, um, they're very closely related and the uh, quantitative methods in one can be applied to um, the qualitative like outcomes in the other. So I wanna uh, kind of approach it slowly, step by step, take it a day, a day at a time. And um, at the end of the day, after, you know, after I retire and I look back, I just like to um, remember a career where I worked hard and uh, made good contributions and asked good questions. I think interdisciplinary fields and their opportunities, they represent this reality that diversity in approaches to anything is important for every area of research. So when we say interdisciplinary, that's theory plus methods. And I think for there to be uh, progress in theory and progress in methods, there needs to be diversity in the people involved there. Um, so when I think of an interdisciplinary field, 
I don't just think about that academically. I think about that um, as underrepresented groups being a part of it, people with very opposing opinions being a part of it to make progress. For any underrepresented group to be missing from a conversation, um, I think there are harms of that, if, even if it's like in STEM or in any other environment or, or industry outside of academics. Um, it's important to get underrepresented ideas and backgrounds into that conversation, one, to make progress in that conversation. Um, because there's a certain message being sent when there's one identity being represented or one perspective being represented in a group for so long, it communicates that there's one truth or one way of doing something or one mission that we're all walking towards. When we have uh, women and girls involved in STEM, um, involved in any industry where they're underrepresented, there's not just a technical progress where we're um, having you know, intellectual ideas being diversified, but also there's a, a, there's a diversity being added to uh, the backgrounds and environment there. So that environment is now communicating that we want a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds, whether that's technical, whether that's your gender background or your racial background, we want you there. And I think communicating that through action, through having that representation and that diversity, it's more important than preaching it or just saying, you know, oh, we need more women. Um, because it helps us make uh, progress in ways that are more than just um, what's, what's palatable. I'm an editor-in-chief at the U of M Undergraduate Research Journal. I have two co-editors-in-chief. Um, together, we have um, kind of infrastructural responsibilities at the journal. That's uh, maintaining, um, you know, the editors and um, the research journal's like activities. Uh, we work with M Publishing um, uh, to publish the manuscripts that we receive, and we edit um, and have a year-long process for that. But my role at the uh, research journal goes beyond just uh, technical and infrastructural responsibilities. It also has to do with addressing the needs of the staff. Uh, and most of them, we are a research journal, so most of our editors are students here who want to go into research. So my job is to make the research journal an access point to the research world for them. We do faculty interviews where editors who might be uh, wanting to go into the life sciences, pick a faculty member to interview, to sit down, um, and get information on the field that undergraduates generally might not know about. That helps them, uh, one, build a connection to get informed about the field, and three, inform other students um, through that interaction. And we publish that on our website so that that information isn't just contained to our staff, but so that we can share it with the entire U of M community who wants to go into that field. And we get to talk to faculty members who might be in the same field, but do different things. Some people are um, more focused on higher education management and want to uh, emphasize the administrative roles that they have. Others strictly do research, others strictly teaching. So we get to talk to uh, a variety of people who are involved in um, different career pathways and connect them to people on our staff and then share that information with the rest of U of M undergraduates. Um, additionally, uh, at, the, at the Undergraduate Research Journal, my job is to help the professional development of our editors. So hosting uh, workshops, whether that's resume workshops, coding workshops, how to edit a manuscript, um, those kind of workshops, and enhance their skill set so that when they're applying to graduate school or when they're, when they're um, applying to any opportunity that requires them to have research skills, the journal is a resource for them 
and for other students to get informed about uh, their experiences too. And we actually have a really diverse staff in terms of academic disciplines and uh, grades. We have, you know, freshmen to senior, some people uh, who are in kinesiology, some people who are in the social sciences. To see everyone tackle the same manuscript from very different fields is a cool experience because someone um, who has a social science background and edits a biology paper with someone who is a biology major is a cool interaction to watch. They see different things um, and they edit differently. So just that element of it too is cool for me. That's what I like most about um, my position at the journal is just seeing people collaborate and build community even across different disciplines. Yeah, right now I'm working with Dr. Ian Osgood in the poli-sci department. Um, we're working on a coding project that could batch download communication records from uh, the U.S. Trade Representative's Office and U.S. firms that want exemptions from tariffs. Seeing that communication um, yields a certain data set that can help us ask questions about, okay, why do trade firms want exemptions, what motivates them, and what do they do to get these exemptions? And then what are the effects of that on how tariffs work and, and um, the diplomacy effect of that too? How does that affect diplomacy between nations that might grant some leeway, leeway to the tariffs that they impose on each other? But there's something called the web scraper where um, you can write code that accesses the internet and can download or um, collect text or files that you want in the order that you want and creates a data set for you. So the first part of the project was writing this web scraper so that we had a data set to start with. Now the second part of um, this project is writing code that can analyze the text that we've um, gotten from the forms that we've downloaded. And now we are building this data set um, with uh, certain firm attributes saying, okay, this is a smaller firm, this is how many people it employs, um, what kind of products does it need exemptions for? Um, maybe certain screws for a product, maybe like a printer or something, um, are only manufactured outside the US or maybe in a certain country that the tariff was applied to. Um, so data like that, what I'm working on right now is writing code that can just batch read all this text and give us that information. I'm really proud of it because up until this point, it, I haven't been challenged this much um, in terms of my coding skills. And it, it, it is a challenge, like I'm frustrated, but also I'm learning at the same time. And to be working with someone who says, okay, I know this is gonna be hard, but I trust you to figure it out. And I'm here if you need me. Um, that means a lot to me. And I'm really proud that someone has trusted me with that responsibility. I know my journey is different from every undergraduate even if we're in the same field. But sometimes I feel a lot of pressure and I think other undergraduates would relate to that too. It helps me to remember that other people's expectations are always secondary to my own. Um, people might say, you know, this would be a good idea for you or you should do this or forget about what your plan is, this is better. Um, I do listen to that at the end of the day, I have the final say in what expectations are. So I set my own standards if I want to be a woman in STEM, if I want to be a, a woman in research, I get to decide how I do that. And I think when I remember that, it relieves the pressure of um, other people's expectations. And I hope that other undergraduates, if they relate to that, it helps them to think of it that way, because it really helps me to think of it that way. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds podcast. 
a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.